Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Good morning, everyone. It is 6 a.m. Welcome here to Fox 2 News in the morning. It is a Saturday, September 2nd. I'm Laura Simon. It is also Labor Day weekend. A lot of you probably have plans. A lot of events are going on, too. So let's get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers this morning with a first look at that forecast. What can we expect? You know, pretty good, all things considered. We do have more heat, though, building back in. More heat? Any rain? Heat. No rain. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Mostly no rain. Okay. Uh, Monday afternoon, we I have increased those rain chances Got ever it. so slightly, but still overwhelmingly dry here through the uh, really entire weekend. And then we start to really increase rain chances more so area-wide come Tuesday. On Monday, rain chances are a bit higher across southeast Missouri. So really for outdoor plans this weekend, we're good to go. Although that heat does sneak back in today, not all that bad. In fact, this morning is still comfortable 61 degrees. So it's another cool morning. Winds are calm at this hour. Humidity is low. We have a little bit of fog that has tried to develop in some of our river valleys. I'll show you those numbers in a little bit, but so far all of our observation points visibilities are okay. Temperature wise though, we are in the 50s, low 60s across the region. So again, very comfortable. A great another great morning to have that cup of coffee out on your deck or patio. Now cloud cover. Yes, we have a little bit of that fog that has tried to develop, but really we're looking at mostly clear skies, mostly sun, uh, sunny skies for this afternoon. And those temperatures are going to be climbing to about 90 degrees with that sunshine. Not humid though again, we are going to increase that humidity over the course of the week. And we'll talk about how high those heat indices climb coming up in just a few minutes. Okay, Jamie, we'll see you back there for that. It is a worldwide day of self-expression through art, music, and dance. And there are events happening right here at home. Today is the 26th year of Paint St. Louis. Fox 2's Callista McTrician joining us live to tell us more about the artists involved in this event happening along the Mississippi River. Good morning to you, Callista. Laura, good morning. 500 artists completing graffiti along a two to four mile stretch here right in downtown. Joining me, the coordinator, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. So we've got a lot going on for the 26th annual Paint Lewis. Tell me about it. Paint Lewis is the annual graffiti festival on Labor Day weekend right here in St. Louis. It's been happening since 1997. And artists from all over the country, including Canada and Germany and Mexico, are here to beautify the flood wall once again. And it's a music filled with music and art and food vendors, most importantly, perhaps. And uh, even activities for the kids. So Brian, my question is we've got this flood wall. We're doing graffiti. Tell me the message behind this year's, you know, mission, what we're doing here today. Well, art is a huge impact on people's lives, whether they realize it or not. Um, and like I mentioned, we'll have music all day and activities for the kids called paint littles where they can actually spray paint and there's face painting and a balloon artist. So we're excited about that. And um, artists love coming to 
festivals and meeting other artists they, that they haven't met yet or they have and haven't seen them in a while. Um, and of course, it's on right here. It's a beautiful setting. You're amongst the bridges and the arch and the Mississippi River. So it's pretty nice. And it's an all weekend long event. Now, if people show up today, what can they expect? Well, today we'll have uh, performances from St. Louis-based DJs and MCs, and tonight around 8 p.m. is the performance here at the wall for free by Souls of Mischief, the famous hip-hop group. And then after after that, we have an after-party with AC Alone of Freestyle Fellowship, also famous, which is a, a fundraiser for Skate Laborious, the church that recently burnt down. So a lot going on here, and really we are just painting the town, making it l nice and colorful this weekend. Guys, all the details you're going to want to know ahead of this big day will be on our website, but you're not going to want to go anywhere because we're sharing more on what exactly they're doing and how it's helping the city. For now, live here in downtown St. Louis, Callista Matrician, Fox 2 News. To some other headlines we're following for you this morning, a child and adult fall from a cliff in Washington State Park. Starting around 9 last night, rescue crews from several agencies worked through the evening to rescue the two. Right now, it's unclear how the victims may have fallen, but we are told at least one of the victims does have serious injuries. Stay with us here on Fox 2 and Fox2Now.com for updates as we get them. People are calling for more transparency at the City Justice Center after the deaths of two inmates in the last two weeks and the ninth in the last two years. Several members of the Board of Aldermen and Megan Green, the board's president, released statements on the two most recent deaths, Green calling them inexcusable and appalling. She says in part this level of neglect and misconduct requires an immediate change in leadership at the CJC and greater oversight of our correctional facilities. The Public Safety Committee of the St. Louis Board of Aldermen released a statement on Friday saying the ongoing deaths and violence at the City Justice Center are deeply concerning. Two deaths in two weeks, reports of inhumane treatment and the lack of access to CJC by the Detention Facility Oversight Board are completely unacceptable. A new security system is being used to protect kids in the Lindbergh School District. The technology allows teachers and staff to send out emergency alerts. School employees wear a badge and a single button allows a quick response in any situation from minor to urgent emergency. The system also keeps track of where all students and staff are located. All of our employees, from our teachers to our custodians to our cafeteria workers to our support staff, has a Syntegix badge and it's Bluetooth technology that allows 99.9% .9 of the time, the everyday kind of school of emergency, uh, a kid faints in the hallway or we have a seizure, they can push that three times and it notifies our school nurse, our school resource officers, our administration, and it pinpoints their exact location. If there's ever a school intruder, Crisis Alert goes one step further and it allows any staff member to activate a lockdown. The lockdown alert instantly reaches every person who works in the building as well as first responders. The Pattonville football team got in their game last night. You might remember those school officials had to cancel the remainder of the game last Friday after fans ran from the stands after rumors of a shot being fired. School administrators clarified that never happened, but it certainly left people feeling scared and worried about their safety nonetheless. The district tells us they've been looking for ways to eliminate the chances of any more chaos at games this season. Those new changes include 
Moving the stadium security checkpoint in front of the ticketing area, assessing security placement, giving fans color-coded wristbands depending on which team they're supporting, and adding floodlights in the parking lot. In this morning's You Paid For It, someone who lives in West St. Louis pleads for help getting rid of a dangerous city-owned tree. The forestry department's been promising to get rid of it for three years. Olivia Pruitt Payne was constantly reminded of the dangers of the tree once a huge branch almost hit her hearing impaired son when it fell. Another time a branch flew off in high winds and damaged the roof of her home. She took her concerns to everyone she could think of at City Hall with no luck. Then she turned to investigator Elliot Davis and the You Paid For It team. Elliot reached out to the forestry commissioner who promised to look into it and they did. Within a week, his department cut down the tree and only that stump there is left. The fact that um, it was brought to the public's attention. That's the only thing I can think of because I've been contacting numerous people and been at it since 2020. So I think um, having your name, your position, contact them and have a little bit more accountability. I am relieved. I am ecstatic. I, I am grateful. Uh, uh, literally, a huge three-year wait has been lifted. The forestry department has been dealing with a worker shortage and officials there say that keeps them from being able to cut down bad trees as quickly as they'd like to. In other headlines for you this morning, a North St. Louis school is commemorating its 25th anniversary. City Academy remains the only school in the region to provide scholarship to support to 100% of its students. Fox 2's Mike Colombo takes us to the North Kings Highway campus for this special celebration. City Academy students march to the beat of a different drum. And with the sun shining above, what a morning to celebrate. Don Danforth co-founded City Academy. 25 years later, the school president reflects on the people and principles that power this place. The City Academy was really inspired by um, the ideals of Martin Matthews and the Matthew Sticky Boys Club. And he challenged me to, to create opportunities for children that I'd want for my own kids. And so in my case, it was... Um, is outstanding educational opportunities, but making them affordable to, to all families. Martin Matthews died in November. He was 97. His legacy lives on at City Academy. The mission here is to transform children, families, and our community through exceptional education and bold expectations that empower children to overcome barriers. Who better to lead that mission than head of school, Jarrett Young. I grew up on Clarence, right at uh, Labadee and Ashland. And I think about the experience I had having to go to MICDS to be able to get a top tier education and leave my neighborhood and my surroundings. And for kids to be able to have an opportunity to stay close to home, but also get an experience that can transform their life is something that we do here every day. And it's incredibly special. City Academy was the first private independent school in North St. Louis and remains the only school in the region to provide scholarship support to 100% of current students. We create memories, we create experiences, 
but we really show that we hold and support students and their families. We wanted to create the school of excellence and, and not just for today or tomorrow, but for, for the future and for not just our students, but our students, uh, children and, and way beyond. So uh, 25 years is a great milestone, but it's just the beginning. Taught to care and have character, City Academy students represent the future of St. Louis. And the future is bright. I'm Mike Colombo, Fox 2 News. Oh, great story there. And the weather looked nice for that. Is this nice weather going to continue as people make their Labor Day weekend plans, Jamie? Yeah, you know, not quite as nice as the past few days. We had a taste of fall. We really did. Not a bad way to end August and here as we're starting September. Pretty, pretty good meteorological fall. Hey, yeah. I said the word right. I kind of uh, panicked. That's a hard word. <laughs> yeah, yesterday after that one uh, meltdown I had on air, uh, probably when summer started. Um, yeah, so it, it did begin yesterday, the month of September. And of course, obviously this weekend is the unofficial end to the summer season with a lot of the pools closing and such, but it is going to feel like summer. We have warm temperatures, actually hot temperatures, and humidity will be creeping back in. Let's go ahead though and show you the ballpark forecast for today. Uh, the first pitch is going to be taking place at 615. So the Cardinals, uh, mostly sunny skies over the course of the early evening and then mostly clear skies overnight. Temperatures pretty comfortable again with that lower humidity once that sun starts to go down especially and um, we are going to be feeling pretty good out there. So another good evening or night for baseball. St. Charles, your World Outdoor Emporium here where we have mostly clear skies. Here is a look from our FanDuel horse racing track in Collinsville, 61 degrees. Humidity is at 81% uh, right now. Dew point is at 55. So those dew points will start to increase a little bit here over the course of the uh, day, just a few degrees. Winds are calm, pressure is holding steady. Now the fog, we do have some fog that has developed. We have a point, there are three tenths mile visibility in St. Charles. We have a half mile visibility back to our west in Washington. So some of our low lying areas, some of our river valley, valley seeing some of that fog this morning. Very patchy, very limited. That looks to be the main pocket of fog that we're seeing elsewhere. Those skies are clear as you're seeing from our Innsbruck camera at the 18th hole of the golf course there yesterday afternoon uh, when I showed this camera. We had a lot of people out and about. I'm sure today will be another day where those golf courses are quite busy. 55 for Alton, Washington, 61 for Cuba, 56 at Arnold. We have 55 for Litchfield, 61 in Greenville. The view from space, not a whole lot going on overhead, as has been the trend. A few clouds, though, possible across our southern southeastern counties there. Otherwise, we will keep it very bright, not too humid today, mostly clear overnight tonight. A futurecast does hint at a little bit of fog developing across our southern counties into tomorrow morning, so we'll be watching out for that. And then tomorrow will be a little bit hotter and more humid. So the humidity increasing will be the main difference between today and tomorrow. Temperatures come up just a touch, but that humidity increase will mean a dupe, our heat indices will be higher than 
than today. So today, 90 degrees, upper 80s, low 90s, depending upon where you are, feeling like these numbers you see. South wind, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, a warmer night tonight, mostly clear skies. So done are the 50s and low 60s. We're back up into the 60s and low 70s for tonight and into your Sunday morning. Now your extended forecast, Sunday and Labor Day Monday, both in the low 90s, but heat indices tomorrow, probably the mid to upper 90s. Come Monday, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of triple digits when it comes to heat indices. So keep that in mind. Monday, rain chances start to increase across southeastern Missouri. We can't completely rule out a spot shower, though, for us on Monday afternoon, but mostly dry. I don't think it has too much of an impact on any outdoor plans. Spotty shower chances, though, do increase. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday looking like an active stretch. None, none of those days look to be washouts, but yes, we will have a few rounds of showers and storms and a little bit cooler to wrap up the week.